When I was in my 20s, like, I perceived so much happiness and joy from my relationship. Like, it was like, if I had a boyfriend, I was going to be happy. And, like, that's that was the solution. And, like, I knew that was going to be the day. And, like, I now I'm, like, actually, like, I get so much joy and happiness from my job. I get so much joy and happiness from my friends. I get so much joy and happiness from my alone time. Oh, and I get so much joy and happiness from my relationship. You're listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee, exploring offline realities with online personalities. Jacqueline Johnson is a blogger turned CEO turned conference creator, event planner extraordinaire. She launched her first company, No Subject, at the age of 23, a creative marketing influencer and events agency. In 2011, she launched Create and Cultivate, the online platform and offline conference series created specifically for female entrepreneurs in the digital space. Jacqueline Angel invests in female-owned businesses like Away Luggage and is an advisor to several startups. She was named one of Forbes 30 Under 30 for marketing and advertising and a woman of note by the Wall Street Journal. Jacqueline and her husband live in Los Angeles, and we happen to live in the same neighborhood, so she came over to my place to record our discussion. Yay. <laughs> Can't wait to dive in. Yay. This is so fun. I know. I'm glad you're here. And, same. And, like, we can have lots of drinks, and then you can just walk home. I know. Literally, you're... it's the best. <laughs> I like, it. I can't, I'm, like, finally, I'm in a neighborhood where I can, like, walk and see people and oh, stuff. It's so Which good. is so nice. It's yeah. so good. I, the other day, I was um, up in the Hollywood Hills, and um, I was like, these hosts, these homes are amazing. They're so beautiful. Everything's so gorgeous up here. But also, you can't walk anywhere. No. Like, you have to drive to go to any cafe, see and any friends. And all those windy roads stress me out so much. Like, as much as I would, like, I'm like, oh, I live in the hills. It's like, I every day I'd be, like, so stressed out about, like, getting up the roads and, like, making your way. And then also, I legit feel like I have no friends out there. Like, all my friends live in Atwater or Los Feliz or Silver Lake. like Or Venice. Or Venice. Yeah, or the opposite side of the world, like, essentially. Literally. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I'm going to see you in Venice tomorrow. I'm like, should, do we? Oh, my God. Yay. Do we share an Uber? I know. Like, I mean, I'm going to be in the middle. But literally, it's so funny. Before I left, my friend, my friend, my employee slash friend was like, um, cool, so I have to leave tomorrow at 1. And I'm like, why? And she's like dinner I'm like oh Oh, (laughs) just like one of those weeks where everything's like I was supposed to go to Pilates this morning I like completely forgot it was Wednesday just like you know when you pay for the class and like you just have to suck it up it's the worst yeah oh my gosh how do you even okay so how do you even have time to do anything normal human like like when you got married last year I was like how are you getting married like how do you have time to have a relationship when you're, you're like a CEO, you're running a million things, you have employees, you're traveling all over the country. Yeah. How do you do it all? I literally don't know how the wedding, like I think about it and it was like I blacked out and it happened, but it was also the worst timing. But I'm one of those people that like, I thrive under pressure and yeah. like I really tested, <laughs> tested the full limit last year because we bought a house, renovated it, planned a wedding and I had two jobs. It was too much, and I learned that, like, definitely. Like, I think my poor husband, now husband, thankfully, um, because that was, like, a rough road there. We were, like, sitting in our house. We had no kitchen. Everything was, like, under construction. We were, like, living out of suitcases, and I'm, like, trying to do the seating chart, and we're both just, like, kind of hysterically crying, laughing, like, ah, this is going to 
gonna be okay, right? Um, and it was like unclear if it was gonna be okay on like every level. <laughs> and I think that was like my breaking point, but it was also really interesting because it definitely it hit me when I think my sister said, you can take on a lot, but like you can't put that on David because he's a totally different type of human. Like, yeah. um, so David's like an artist. He's a cancer. He's a creative. He's like completely motivated by like creativity and getting your hands dirty and like building things and making things. And like, um, that's his like lifeblood. And he's also very into like balance and like seeing friends and like work life. And like, I could not be more different. Like, it's totally like I will work myself into the ground. I'm like so dedicated and like passionate and like whatever. And like not to say he's not those things, but it's like it's just so it's like a totally different mentality. And Absolutely. it's something when we first started dating, I just never experienced. I'd always dated guys that were like alpha, like aggressive, like similar to me, like mm-hmm. out there networking, doing things, making their own thing, going to a company, like successful, like in that area. And and David was like successful in his own way, but like just a totally like breath of fresh air in the sense that I remember leaving our first date and th- saying like, I don't think I mentioned what I do. Like, oh, I don't wow. think, I don't think we talked about it. Like we didn't. And it was like one of those weird things where I was like, it almost felt unnatural to me because that's like so much a part of who I am. But mm-hmm. like, I just remember our conversation was so just about like where we lived and what we we're doing and growing up and like what we we're like. And like, it was so weird for me. And then I kind of was like on the second date, like I was so ready to talk about it. I was like, so uh, da, 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 look at me. I do all these things. And he was just like, cool. Like not impressed. Like not even like that was so cool. And that's like how he is till this day. Like wow. he's like, so supportive, so into like what I'm doing, but he also is just kind of like cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did you guys meet? So we met on Tinder. Okay. Which I always like now is not cool. Like I always felt like my like young employees. I'm like Tinder. They're like ew. I'm like five years ago Tinder. They're like ah, like cool. <laughs> um. So because now there's like Bumble and Raya and like all the different like cool new ones. But yeah. So we met on Tinder. I was single for like. Um, probably like two, three years before I met David. And it was like, honestly, a really crucial time in my business. So like, I always try to tell like women building their businesses who are like, oh, I'm so worried about like meeting someone. I'm like, no, it's the best to be single. Like when you're like grinding it out and like building your business. Cause it's like all the focus on you and like, don't stress about meeting someone. It definitely like, I always joke cause people would always tell me like, oh, it happens when you least expect it. And I'm like, that's such bullshit. Like <laughs> I was like, not going to happen. And it actually did. Like, it was so funny when it finally happened. I was like, okay, I guess they were right. But, um, I was like loosely on Tinder and by loosely, I mean like I never went on dates. Like I just was on it to be yeah. on it and like matching and talking. And, um, and then like some of the girls in my office were like, no, I go on like three dates a week. Like, and I was like, <gasps> I was like, do you check their backgrounds? Like, do I, like, what kind of information are you getting? They're like, no, it's just like, it's a numbers game. And I was horrified by that. Cause I'm like, I literally haven't gone on one date. Like I'm terrified of everyone. I feel like everyone's a serial killer. Like, <laughs> and I honestly would say I probably went on four dates over three years from Tinder. Whoa. So like I legit was not yeah. active. Yeah. Um, 
And like the first three were obviously disasters and totally weird. And it was funny. So I deleted the app as like a lot of people do because you're like, I'm over it. And then I reinstalled it. I remember it so vividly. I was like on a plane going to South by and I was like sitting at like LAX or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to reinstall it. Maybe at South by there'll be like cool people or whatever. And I matched with someone in LA and it was David. And the funny story about this is that we were like, you know, chatting, whatever. And um, you know, kind of like having a conversation. And then when I landed, we were chatting more and then he went quiet, which like obviously happened. So I was like, oh my God. But on his side, he told me that his app did something weird and it like shut down and it like completely erased all of his messages. So he was like, oh my God, I was talking to this girl that was like cute or whatever. And his brother like corroborates the story. Cause I was like, yeah, right. Like you legit just went quiet. But Joel's like, no, I remember him like showing me and being like, ah, like what happened? And then it like randomly popped back up and like we talked, but like, thank God for that. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many people have lost like the, the one, <laughs> the one through like a, a, a glitch. glitch. Yeah, totally. Oh. I know. So anyway, we ended up chatting and we ended up going out on a date and um like I didn't hate it <laughs> which was great and then I literally remember I like invited two of my best friends to join the date at some point and which was like super weird and but I just was like let's just like throw you into the fire right now and he was so awesome and honestly it was like a fairy tale since then like we just had a really awesome like kind of dating like it wasn't normal like I was waiting for him to like break and do something weird or like whatever and it's just like been so solid and awesome now like we've been together almost four years wow which is crazy but um yeah it's the most like normal relationship I've ever had in the sense that like he just like understands what I need to do and like what drives me and like he doesn't ever take offense to it or feel jealous about it and like that's obviously a very rare quality especially for men and like he just is like down for the ride and like he's also very like good at chiming in and being like okay you need to relax and Mm. like you need to like put away your laptop and you need to put away your phone and like we're actually taking a vacation and like we're gonna go take Noah for a walk or whatever Noah's our dog um (laughs) just FYI but it's your friend yeah yeah it's our friend we're gonna take him for a walk but he you know he's really good at like knowing when to like let me unplug and like when I kind of need to be pulled out of situations and he's just a great third party for like advice and stuff but it also is like it doesn't have to, like, we don't have to talk about work, which is nice. Cause I feel like all my previous relationships were like, who do you know? Okay, cool. You're doing that deal. I can help in that. And like, da, da, da. And it was always work related. So for someone who's like spends like 99% of their time working, it's nice to have something to come home to. That's like completely not involved in your space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so much there that that's so, that's so interesting. Cause I think, um, you know, especially in 2017 with like more women having huge careers and they're successful. And there are so many people questioning, like, can I have it all? Can I have a relationship and be a mom and be a CEO? And like, can you do it all? Or do you have to choose like one or two things? And so I love that you're sort of like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it all. And, and that you've tried both the the dating someone who is like your, your equal in like equal where they're, you're both like, top dog alpha going at, you know, yeah, really intense. And then you also found someone that's kind of like the yin to your yang. That's yeah. a little bit more like different energy, same strength, but, but in a different sort of way. Um, so when let's say, let's say David's like, Hey, it's time to be done working. I want to hang out. 
are you ever like, no, I'm not done working. No, 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 no. Like, do you yeah. ever? Yeah. <laughs> There's literally like, and, and it's funny because it's like you learn these things about each other though. But like when I'm writing like an email, I'll get like an intense email mode. And sometimes I'll just like jokingly shut my computer or something. No, no, <laughs> nope. Not a fun joke. Not a fun joke. Like I literally like I get into the zone and like now, and these are like early days, but now he knows like when I'm in the zone and stuff and like. It's certain times when he knows when he can, like, flex that muscle. Like, it's, it's like, when food hits the table, it's like, nope, laptop gone. Like, dinner we eat together, like, always. Like, when we're in bed, like, phone out. Like, yeah. And then now we have, like, a rhythm of, like, the times when we can, like, do those things. And, like, to be fair, like, sometimes he works super late, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, he'll be, like, working on – he's a, he does graphic design as well, but he'll be in our – garage slash studio and like working super late some nights and then I'll go in and be like "Ah, come to bed you know like whatever so we we're really like flex into each other's schedules and stuff and he knows when not to like cross the threshold of Mm -hmm. like the biggest no-no is conference week like he just knows like it was funny because he lived in Seattle for 15 years we obviously just did our Seattle conference and he was like, all of his friends were like, you're going to be there, right? And he was like, for the sake of my marriage, no. Like, and I was like, yeah, seriously. Like, it's so intense. Like, we get no sleep. We're, we also stay in, like, a team house. Even this time, our team was so big. We had two different houses. But it's, like, it's such an intense, like, test your stamina moment for the team like it's five days of just go 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 like you barely eat like you're just like all adrenaline and so like putting someone in the mix who's not part of that feels like unfair honestly so it's just like one of those things where he's like cool like in LA he'll be like I'll come for the happy hour and be like congrats and then he like knows not to like do you know be there I think that's so that's so healthy though because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes Especially like Jaden and I have been together for, I don't know, 13 years. years. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you like for at the beginning, I sort of had this idea that like we, we have to support each other in everything. And the older I've gotten and the more mature we've gotten yeah. in our own lives and in our relationship, the more I've sort of been like, actually it's super healthy for us to remain individuals and to choose when it's good to be together and work together. And when it's just like, actually this is your moment to do your thing. And totally. we can still totally support each other and actually be more like impressed with each other when we're not there. <laughs> totally. And also I think it's like, it's when I was in my twenties, like I perceived so much happiness and joy from my relationship. Like it was like, if I had a boyfriend, I was going to be happy. And like, that's, that was the solution. And like, I knew that was going to be the day. And like, I lo- now I'm like actually like I get so much joy and happiness from my job. I get so much joy and happiness from my friends. I get so much joy and happiness from my alone time. Oh, and I get so much joy and happiness from my relationship, which is like the way it should be cuz mm. like if you've ever like been dumped by someone or gone through a bad breakup and it shatters your entire world, which like has happened to me, like that's like a lesson in like no 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 you can't just find like joy and happiness from this one place like you have to get it from like multiple places in your life which I think is so healthy because like again who knows what will happen and you have to be prepared like emotionally to like pull your feelings from so many different places and not just invest in all in one thing yes retweet that for (laughs) sure put it on the gram yeah (laughs) okay so you just said that when you guys are eating you don't you're not like working and you're not on your phone so who cooks 
David definitely cooks. So he's like amazing cook. Um, I, I joke. I'm like, should you go to culinary school? But we literally like he'll like probably like three times a week he'll cook like um, a meal like and obviously like I have a really long commute um, home. So like I'll talk to him on the way home and then he's like cooking and then I'll get home and like dinner will be ready. And then obviously sometimes we like DoorDash. I'm like DoorDash take all my money. Like it's just like. I'm like, oh, that sweet green salad that was $10 is now 45 Click. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. But, oh like, my gosh. You know, sometimes Postmates ugh, live on it. It's crazy. Like, it's the, it's genius and horrifying at the same time. Oh, my gosh. I love that because, first of all, Jaden is the, the chef in our house, and he makes amazing food, and he probably cooks, like, at least twice a day. Love and it. when I make food, it's a smoothie, which, to oh, be yeah. fair – do you, you know Barrett from Valley Burnout? Yeah. Okay, her blog and her smoothie recipes are the only thing I ever make, and okay. they're amazing. Do you make layered smoothies? Okay, because I'm like, who the hell is making these layered smoothies? Like, they're gorgeous. I obviously like them, but I'm like, is everyone secretly making layered smoothies and not telling me? Like, they're so pretty, but I'm just like, I don't make. I don't when I'm just when it's a weekday and I'm yeah. like, oh, I have eight minutes to just work yeah, something just down to keep going. Then I make ugly like brown smoothies, brown <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where I'm just like almond butter, spinach, yeah. almond milk, like Done. I just dump, dump, yeah. dump, go the end. But Jaden makes amazingly beautiful food oh, with like oh so good. He, I know it's the so, best. Oh. I make scrambled eggs. I'm really good at scrambled eggs. Um, and I'm really good at like salads. Like, you know, I can put a lot of great ingredients together, but anything like I don't like touching meat. Like I eat meat, but I don't like touching it. So David's always like joking with me about that. Um, but he's like, you'll never have to touch this meat again. Cause I literally cook all the time. Like, I'm like, I know it's amazing. Um, yeah, I know he's an amazing cook, but we you know we do like those delivery services where they like bring the like prepared oh, food. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, and I, I actually love that. Cause it's Which like, one do you love? So it's called Tara's Kitchen. It's okay. random. Like, it's, I don't even know how I found it. I literally was, like, on the, like, internet. It's, like, deep in a search. And it's it's really good because it's, like, healthy-ish. Because we were doing – I forget what it was. But we were doing one that was just, like, like nachos every night, which was awesome. Delicious. But we were, like, fat as mm-hmm. hell. We're, like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? <laughs> um, and then this one's a little bit healthy, but it still has, like, some good stuff in there. So you can get tacos and stuff. But there's, like, a lot of bowls. So I'm, like, always down with a bowl with, like, quick, like, chickpeas and avocado and whatever. And it's it's it, everything's, like, 30 minutes or less to prepare. Oh, I can handle that. Yeah. But not usually. Yeah. I'm, like, if it, if I'm alone and Jaden's not here, like, he was in Australia this year for – for like over a week and oh my God. I think I pretty much just ate Starved. apples and almond <laughs> yeah. butter <laughs> like tonight like so he's going out to dinner tonight and I was like oh I'm, I'm going to my friend Caroline's house he's like there's soup in the fridge that you can heat up and there's also a pizza in the freezer <laughs> like thank you but it's like I he, like I just won't I'll like eat crackers that is amazing. and I'm like what do you do fine. for lunch does he pack you a lunch? No, like he did make me lunch this week. He he'll sometimes like make me lunch, which is nice. Like we have like you know make a lot for the week or whatever. But I order in lunch like all the time. But it's always like the same thing. Like I'm I'm very much like a creature of habit. Like I'm just like okay, like tender greens. Mm-hmm. Like let's just do this. But yeah, and sometimes I just like won't eat lunch, which is so funny because I forever was like always like what's my next meal like at any given moment I'm like where what am I eating next and it's like a new thing like in the past three years where it's like we've just been so busy and so I'm like always like I'm like a bar like a luna bar mm-hmm. away from like a meeting and I'm just like running and going to do it but I'm like everyone's always like oh my god you lost weight in the last year I'm like yeah 
stress diet. It works. The like, worst part for me is that worse. when I'm stressed, I put on weight. Mm. So I always have to like yeah. keep up my water intake and make sure I'm actually yeah. eating because I'm not one of the lucky ones that just wastes away when I'm stressed. It's like a different type of stress because I definitely have that type of stress too where I'm like, what is this ice cream? <laughs> and I'm just like eating cookie dough raw like on my couch just like, yeah. But like this is – I think it's just like a weird – it's it's a weird – it's new to me stress because it's definitely not something that I've had my whole life. Like I think I, I feel like it's like a weird – like when I turned 30, like I don't know, like I felt like my – like I kind of slimmed out like in terms of just like my body in general but then I also like my appetite changed Mm. it was really weird Mm. it's like so it's like a new thing kind of where it's like oh I didn't eat lunch today whereas like five years ago I've been like no way there's no Mm -hmm. way I'm skipping meal but it's probably not healthy I mean this is like work-life balance at its worst I always joke with people though but I'm like I'm very honest about my stress like I definitely like don't I'm not great at like the self-care <laughs> ah. well it's and what you're saying it's funny because what I what comes up for me when you're talking and, and when we're both relating to like how much we survive on <laughs> meal services yeah is like kind of the amount that we work is maybe kind of limited to like major cities that have those sorts of things available oh, yeah. to them like totally when I go back to my parents house in Milwaukee sometimes I'm like you know they live outside of the city as well so I'll open like all my apps that oh, I no. use here all the mm-hmm. time like nope. Uber nope <laughs> DoorDash nope <laughs> and I'm it's, just like it, how do you live like I it's mean crazy. it is like I like we use Amazon Prime and we use we use Prime Fresh for like our grocery deliveries like literally the number of apps and delivery services that that we use to survive and to keep up the level of work that we do all the time is insane. And if we moved anywhere else, I would have to completely relearn my life. Completely restructure. No, it's so true. Like, Which okay, is embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Okay, do you did you ever use ship? Yes. R.I.P. It's no longer, and it's literally the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Like, I I'm like, wait, I have to go to the post office. I know. It's true. And, like, it's actually not good. Like, when you're saying it that way, that's so interesting because it's, like, it's just I need more me time to be connected and be on my email and, like, do the things I need to do to make money. So, like, I literally need you to, like, take care of everything else in my life. Uh-huh. And it's 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 actually crazy. And I feel like there's been articles written about this where it's, like, I literally use an app for every aspect of my day, <laughs> like, to walk my dog, to pick up my dry cleaning, to do all these things. And it's, like, it's, it's sick. Yeah. But it's it, – I mean, it does help. It for sure helps. It for sure helps. But then I think about it and I wonder, like, I don't, I've never actually done this. It would be really interesting to see, like, a spreadsheet of someone that works in Los Angeles, how much they make, and then how much they spend a year on, on like, apps, deliveries, you know, things to keep up with, you know, even, like, when you go to a workout class and it's like $25, Mm. I mean, compared to someone that lives in a city where the cost of living is like a third and maybe they don't work as much, but maybe they don't have employees or they don't have all these other like added expenses. I wonder, I wonder what, I mean, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious where it ends up. I mean, I could like, my sister's a really good example. I mean, she's a wedding photographer. She lives in Florida. But it's funny, like, I'll, like, throw out these little things. I'm like, oh, you should try this and this. And, like, sometimes she's like, that doesn't exist here. And I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I just got her onto it, and actually I've been doing it, and it's actually – I'm really loving it – is the Rent the Runway Unlimited. Oh. Okay, do you know about this? I, I don't. So you know what Rent the Runway yeah. is? Okay, yeah. So I've always, like, known about what it is and, like, whatever. And basically lately I've been um, 
especially for these events where it's like I'm photographed a lot. I've been like dropping a lot of money on these like dresses all yeah, year. Yeah, you stuff. wear once. Yeah, that you literally wear once and they're in the closet and like David kind of said something about it. Like, you know, and he was like, what about that dress? And I'm like, I can't wear that. I was photographed in that. And like, yeah. I just wore that like last month. He's like, yeah, but it was expensive. And I'm like, I know. Like, you know, it's one of those things that you like understand. Um, obviously, I have like a, a jam-packed closet. I don't throw away a lot of stuff. So I like keep stuff. I'm like, this is going to come back in style. But he was like, I feel like that's like such a waste. And so I was um, looking at it with the runway. And they, now they don't have – like I always thought it was like dresses and like mm. things for weddings and whatever. But now they have like everyday stuff. Oh. And so I did the unlimited and it's – Four items that get shipped to you every week. And you and so you can return them and they come. And I've been loving it because I'm like, it actually fits so much into the lifestyle of like, I wear it once. I don't have to think about it. But again, it's like you pick it up, you UPS it. It's like a whole thing. And like, um, I was just, I was funny. I was talking to my sister about it. But I was like, those, I, I feel like that's like the new new because it's like, the things like we, we spend so much money on these things, but then they like, they kind of just sit there and they don't do anything. And mm. it's like, how can we like use money more effectively and mm-hmm. like also like reduce our carbon footprint and fast fashion and like all that stuff. So I've been really into that lately. And, um, but yeah, like everything, That's amazing. everything on my life is on new the- app for me. <laughs> like, oh my God, you should, te- you should test it. I'm curious to get your vibes on it, but they have like opening ceremony and like just oh, things that on. I would like actually never buy, <laughs> like, yeah. you know? So I'm like, oh, like now I feel very fancy, like tagging it on Instagram, like that's the opening ceremony, but it's oh, like, no big deal. not mine. Yeah. Like 40 people wore this, <laughs> but whatever. But it always comes clean and like, yeah, good. it's well, all dry clean. And then you yeah. don't have to wash it. You just send it back. Which is kind of amazing, too. So you never spend money on buying clothes and you don't have to do laundry. Done. Done. Done and done. (laughs) But again, like, we're just making our lives easier and easier, so we work harder and harder, so. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... So with with your, you know, you and David being, like, totally different people but still having a relationship, like, who who initiates, like, date night? Do you guys have a regimented schedule that's, like – we we spend time together on Tuesday nights and we go out for dates or is it like spontaneous and romantic and you know yeah it's definitely spontaneous so for instance in October um yeah it was October I was out of town every single week for three days like each week so it was I was on like 16 plus flights like it was so outrageous and it was but it was like always weekdays so I'd like come home on the weekends I'd obviously be dead but we always try find like especially in weekends like we don't really make plans. Like, it's interesting because it's, like, we always are just, like, cook dinner or cook breakfast together on Saturday. We'll go for a hike. Like, that's kind of our, like, ceremonial thing. Like, we always go on a hike together. Um, but he definitely, like, plans plans dates for us. Like, last weekend, I flew in from New York. It was so brutal. I got on the plane. at The flight was supposed to leave at 4. Sat on the plane for three hours. Got oh. on the plane. It was a six-hour flight. There was no internet. They're like, the internet's not working. I'm like, oh. Cool. Um, landed, obviously sat in traffic for now. I got home at like one in the morning, like could not have been more exhausted. And we like woke up the next morning. He's like, I bought us tickets to go see Lady Bird. And we like went to Pasadena and we just had this like great movie day. It was so awesome. And so he'll definitely take initiative and like do those type of things. I'm more the planner of vacations. So like trips I like always take on. I'm always like, okay. Like so for instance, we go to Napa every year for New Year's. It's like really fun. And like his family lives up there. And we like a wine tasting. We can bring our dog. He can like run around the vineyard. So um, I'll always sort of plan those like bigger trips. But in terms of like local stuff, it's always like David planning stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. That's nice that, yeah. he, that he does that. That's yeah. really sweet. Um, have you guys ever, and this is a personal question, so I can edit it out if you don't want to answer it. Um, have you guys ever like seen a therapist together or do you do anything that's kind of like 
upkeep on healthy yeah. communication. So it's funny. We we don't, but recently we've talked about it. So I think like for us, like, you know, it's interesting. We we don't fight per se. Like we don't like ever have like intense fights, but it's more like life stuff, right? Because yeah. it's like marriage and like long-term relationships, it's not like it's logistics. Like, at the end of the day, right? Like, we have mortgages. We have, like, all these things, right? Like, going to CVS. Like, gotta get me, like, you know, Vicks vapor rubs. I'm not feeling like just stupid shit, right? Yeah. Like, why don't we have paper towels? Like, just whatever it is, right? And, like, and I think those things, especially because my life is very complicated, like, way on him because he has his own, obviously, shit he's dealing with all the time. But I have, like, a lot of complicated channels that come into play, and I'm always very separate about them. Um, But, like, as we're, like, obviously married and, like, thinking about having kids, it's, like, the more our, like, logistical lives get combined. And I think for me, it's, like, I think we need sometimes, like, just someone to talk to about those things. And, like, I think obviously it's, like, my life is super stressful and intense and like he obviously has his own life and he like takes care of Noah all the time and like I know that sounds so silly but it's like every like, responsibility it's a responsibility yeah and that's something that he took on because Noah was my dog you know so it's like you know and I think for him he like is at home all the time so that also has its own set of like things where you're like I need to get out I need to go see people I need to go do stuff because like and I've had that such I felt that situation before so I think like collectively like we'll we're trying to maybe think about going to talk to someone like once a month or something just to like have that like safe space where you can be like I hate that you put the towels on the thing like whatever you know yeah and I think it's like important like I was in therapy for um three years after my business partner breakup. So I had a really bad business partner breakup at my first company. Um, and I had like a legit panic attack. Like I was having panic attacks like once a week and I didn't know they were panic attacks. Like I just thought I was like having a meltdown. Mm. And um, one of my friends was like, no, like I think you're like having panic attacks. I was like, cool. Um, and so I started going to um, a therapist and it was Awesome. I loved it. Like it was it literally got me through those like three years coming out of that, like essentially a divorce. Mm. And um, I take anti-anxiety medicine. I have really bad anxiety. And um, it's something that I'm like always super vocal about, like Mm. because for me, it's like I didn't. It's funny. Like I've been on like, you know, antidepressants, anti-anxiety for like four or five years now Mm -hmm. and it's something that's so integral to my life and it's like something that I kind of don't remember like I like when I look back on those days I like see where that kind of turmoil happened and it's interesting because I have friends who have like who are talking to me about what they're going through and I'm like I know exactly what you're feeling like um but when you think about like the modern world like anxiety is so prevalent you can't Mm. there's so much pressure like Every day there's taxes you have to pay. There's electricity bills you have to pay. You have to maintain your house. You have to look good. Your hair has to be done. Your nails have to be done. You have to be in a meeting. You have to make a deal. You have to make money. You have to pay your employees. Like it's every morning could be the most overwhelming experience of my life, like literally. Um, And so for me, it's something that I just need to like help calm down like my nerves and stuff. And so um, I like for me, therapy, I think is like an amazing thing. Mm. Um, and obviously medication is not for everyone. But for me personally, it like makes a huge difference in my life. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. And knowing what you need is so good. And yeah. For for Jaden and me, we um, 
it was a big thing when we got married because neither one of our parents, uh, our sets of parents had ever been in therapy. And like, it had always been a thing where they were like, therapy is kind of for like when you're really fucked up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's really important to me that when we get married, that we just like get in therapy and stay in therapy, kind of not like every week, but as a regular check-in like so that there's a space yeah. to like have someone else kind of calling us out. If all of a sudden we get into a bad habit, I just feel like the longer I see people to be together, sometimes if they've been together for like 10 years, 20 years, mm-hmm. whatever, they just sort of can develop these kind of codependent oh. habits where it's like, well, this is the status quo. This is how we keep it up so that we yeah. stay together. And it's a lot easier to just like not challenge each other and just keep the ball rolling than be like, no, this isn't working. Like yeah. that's, that's really abrupt in a relationship that's kind of just rolling. So for us, we've always been like, therapy is important. Let's just do therapy and be in therapy. Um, and I love it. And like right now we aren't in couples therapy. We are doing separate therapy. Yeah. But even that is just like yeah. so great. Totally. And I know that if all of a sudden we were like, hey, I want you to come into my session or vice versa – that we would both be like, cool. And yeah. I just I just love that that freedom is there. That it's not like like you said with logistics, sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, are we gonna have kids? I don't know. That conversation is so overwhelming and it, it's yeah. so intense. Totally. And just having someone just sit there and listen and be like, Oh, that was an interesting thing that you said. Like what comes up for you when when you say that? Or have you thought about this? Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, there are so many things, and especially for you, um, you said that you guys are talking about maybe having kids. Yeah. Is that, is that like something that you're yeah. actively exploring it's the possibilities? super overwhelming, like you said. I mean, I think for us, it's like I definitely want us to like enjoy our marriage first. Like it's – he's 38. I'm 32. So like obvi- in like LA days, we're like young chickens. Right. And like to everyone in like Florida, they're like, ew, you're so old. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, I have four kids. I'm like, <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things. So it's, I actually am a little lucky in the sense that like my sister is two years older than me, has been married much longer than me. I'm like, pressure's on. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually really excited. And she's trying to have children right now. So I'm really excited to kind of see her journey. Um, We're best friends. So it's like, I, you know, I kind of like, I've had some of my bestest friends have babies and I have like so much real talk about having kids I feel like I know way too much now I like wish I could take it all back Uh um but it's like I'm I'm kind of excited to see it happen for her where it's like familial and I can like get into like you know her world and have her be excited about it it's also like one of those things where I like kind of want her to like have a kid first you know because it's like you know, it's like one of those things, like, it's like, I have friends who like, they'll get engaged and then they're like, sister will get engaged. Like a year later, I'm like, who the fuck okayed that? Like, you need to space this shit out. Like, you know, everyone needs their moment. Like, this is your one moment. So I think like, luckily, like that's happening right now. But I think for us, like, I mean, and David knows this too. Like, I'm always like, I want to be like 35 when we try to have kids. Like, that's my, I mean, obviously like, and then who knows what'll happen if it'll be easy or hard or whatever. Mm. But I feel like that's like a – I was like, I just need three years to, like, do my thing, you know? And then I feel like I'll be in a good place. He is, like, a little concerned about being an older dad, which I'm like, whatever. Like, you know, whatever. It's like in L.A., I'm like, please. Like, yeah. older dads are, like, 75. Yeah. Like, All on. dads here have gray hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's so true. It's so true. It's so and, like, true. um, you know, but it the only thing that does kind of 
suck about that is like all my friends do have kids. So it's like all not like it's I feel like there's some camaraderie among women when they have the same age children and like they can play together and they can do the thing together. And I feel like I'm going to be like the lone person that's like, hi, you won't be. It's fine. OK, <laughs> we'll we'll get on the same schedule and yeah. um, we'll have play dates. So we it'll will. be perfect. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah. And like you said, you knowing too much. Um, I mean, all of our friends have kids. Jade, all of Jaden's siblings have kids like. We've, we've even taken some of our friends' kids overnight for, like, multiple nights. So I am very aware of the oh, realities. Yeah. I am so aware of, like, some of our friends even have kids that are, like, 16 because they had kids so young. Oh, my gosh. And so I for sure am like you where I'm like, I've seen the wizard behind the curtain. Yeah. I'm not just, like, baby glasses of, like, oh. I'm like, nope, I totally know what it is. Yeah. Totally know the good and the bad. Totally. And there is like an amazing part of that. And then there's also like, holy shit, this is gonna change everything. And it's would you ever would you ever freeze your eggs? I so I don't think so. I don't know. It's tough. Like someone actually brought that up the other day. They're like, you should freeze your eggs. I'm just like, I don't know, whatever's meant to be was meant to be. And like Dave and I are both on that same page. So I'm like, if for whatever reason I can't have kids, I think we'd be open to adoption for sure. Like, I just think I'm sort of like, mm, let it be. I don't need to get like that crazy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just sort of like riding the ride, you yeah. know, and just kind of waiting to see. Um, and it's so funny because it's like, I feel like adoption's such an awesome thing. Like Jeff and Kelly. So Jeff is on your show and I'm like, God, they just are like, it's so, it's so amazing. Like I see their story and it's, cause I don't know that many, I know people who have been adopted, but I don't know that many, like seeing the newness of like having an adopted baby. It's just so awesome. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Like uh-huh. that looks awesome. If it's we, so good. Yeah. It's so, so good. Yeah. I'm kind of like open to whatever the possibilities are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you on that. And I have friends who've frozen their eggs yeah. and even just hearing their experience. I mean, I get it. Like, I I get it. Especially if you don't know who your baby daddy would be. Yeah, exactly. That's, one, that's like, okay, you need to buy time. You don't want to rush into, like, parenting with someone just because of yeah. your, you know, clock of your, your, own, your own body. Yeah. But for me, like, I know who my baby daddy yeah. would be. So it's less of a, like, oh, I need yeah. to buy time. And it's that makes like, sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I understand it in that perspective. You're like, I'm 35. I'm single. I definitely want kids. 100% makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think for us, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. It's like, let's just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys do any collaboration together with work? Yeah. So we, so David actually designed the Create and Cultivate logo, which is awesome. Yeah. So he actually like, it was more of like a painting I commissioned from him. I was like, I need you to paint this thing. And I needed it to be like, kind of like this and this. And he like painted it. And he's so horrified that it's our logo because he did it in like five minutes and was like, oh, whatever. This will be on this one painting and like never anywhere ever again. Now it's like everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and But I was, I always tell him like, I think it's the things you overthink that like, you know, you kind of overthink it to death. And like the thing that you whipped up in literally five minutes is like people love that logo. Mm-hmm. So he's so funny. He always like kind of um, jokes with me about it. He's like, if I knew this was going to be on a stage and like Issa Rae was going to be on it, like I would have tried a little harder. I'm like, no, but that's what makes it so great. Yeah. feels really authentic to the brand. But he um, so like I said, our garage is converted into a studio and he is a painter and he also screen prints and he does like all sorts of like crazy kind of fun art projects. And I love like collabing with him on them because like every, you know, for instance, screen printing, he does it all by hand in our garage, which is really awesome. And so we screen printed some shirts for our Seattle event. Um, and he kind of taught me how to screen print and I loved it. It's like, so 
interesting and fun and like methodical and like I kind of love jobs especially because my job's not like this where you can like literally like zip up zip down take the shirt flip it over dry it and it's done it's like a method and you're just doing it over and over again it's like this like kind of therapy almost Uh um for him it doesn't feel that way but for me it does I'm like this is so fun like and you're like making something like I love that um so I'll work with him on his paintings like you know he'll you know kind of put together like the the outline and then I'll help him paint stuff in. Um, I mean, he's obviously like so much better than I am, but um, it's just nice. Like, and he'll do it on like Saturdays and Sundays and like, it's fun. Like we just put on like aprons and like paint in our garage and like, it's so not my world. It has nothing to do with what I do. And like, I'm not necessarily good at it, but it's like, it's just a fun escape um, to kind of just like have fun together and like come up with ideas and like, you know, his paintings like will work together on different like ideas and schemes and things like that. A lot of what he does is like repetitive monikers, like pop art. So like pineapples or surfboards or um, this new thing he's doing is like roller paintings, like where it's like the actual roller you use where he's painting those on. Um, I'll like help him work on his like mural proposals and like it's just fun because it's like it's just such a different world for me. And so I'm able to kind of get involved in such like a non-serious way that like feels really nice, you know? And so like we'll paint stuff together and we'll make stuff together. And it's just kind of fun to like collaborate on those things. And, you know, he's so so awesome at like kind of showing me what he does. And like, he's just, it's just amazing. Like he can make any color, like, you know, watching him like mix colors together and like create all these different things that like, I'm just like, how the hell do you do that? You know? So it's really cool because it's like, my job is creative in its own way, but Mm. not like on paper, like tactile creative. So it's so fun to kind of have that outlet. Mm. Are you guys competitive at all in, in your own businesses where, where there's ever any sort of tension of like, you know, who's making more, who's working more, who's getting, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah, not really. Like it's, it's so different. I think we're both like our biggest fans. Like, I think like it's definitely, um, it's not competitive at all. I think if anything, I'm like, pushy on David because I think he has so much talent that I'm like you need to be like out there and da 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 and like get your Instagram game tight and like and he's like (laughs) back off like you're such a psycho but like I genuinely like feel like he's so he's it's so funny because he's not a self-promoter and I feel like in 2017 like if you're not a self-promoter then what are you doing like it's so hard because it's like Instagram self-promotion, everything you're posting is self-promotion about like your business or yourself or whatever it is that you're doing. And he's just like not on board for it. Like he's just not. And it's so hard for me because I'm such a marketer. I come from like a marketer background that I'm like, market yourself, market, market. This is it. This is it. And his stuff is so amazing. And he'll get these huge things. Like he did the Abikini Festival mural this year. He did all the like, like artwork around it. It It's like a huge deal. Like I remember someone being like, what are you up to? And he's like, yeah, just some like creative projects. I'm like, and just doing the Abbott Kinney Festival stuff. He's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) It's like, so sometimes like that, I get like so crazy with him because he's just like one of, like he's so an artist in his own way. Like he just doesn't love to talk about it. He Uh does his art and like, um, so if anything, I'm like pushy and annoying about it, like promoting him because he's so amazing. Um, but yeah, it's never like it's just such different worlds. Like I think it's, you know, it doesn't there's it's not competitive in that nature, which is nice, you know, because I think if it was, it gets a little toxic and like a little dangerous, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm cracking up because of so much of what you just said I relate to because Jaden is like 
a thousand percent more capable and talented than I am. Like he's the genius between both of us. He's the one who can do anything. Like he can, he can draw, he can paint, he can sing, he can write music like, and he'll compose like the music for, you know, a commercial. And then someone's like, Oh, what have you been doing lately? And he's like, you know, just like normal. (laughs) And I'm like, um, you just like wrote music for Nike. Yes. So So let's talk about it. And his social media, he hates social media and like promoting himself at like he hates it legitimately the same i'm literally like live in the studio david call painting he's like turn it off i'm like you're so stupid it's so funny but he just like is not down yeah um but he's working on a wallpaper collaboration right now which is so exciting um and it's something that like so many people are like oh my god you should do a wallpaper you should do a wallpaper you should do a wallpaper so i was like let's reach out and get you a wallpaper. And he was like, okay. And then like, it literally happened. And he was like, oh, and I was like, see, like you got to put it out into the universe. Like you really do. Like, like, yeah, you don't have to be overly salesy and you don't have to like overly market yourself. But like, I'm a firm believer if you're not putting it out there, like you won't get like that. Like if you're not output, you're not getting input. So it's like, you kind of have to like have those conversations and things like that. But absolutely. Do you know um, what either one of you guys are like your personality types in like Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram or any sort of personality matrix? Oh my God. It's so funny. So I just took this test the other day and uh, what am I? I, What are the, do you know the different options for the Myers-Briggs? Yeah. It's the four letter one. So there's the, you're either like introvert, extrovert, and then you're either like sensing or intuition. There's like there's four. four letters. It's like you'll either be like an ISFJ or an ENTJ. Or... I think I was an ENTJ. Oh, okay. Do you know that? It was like the... that's me. Okay. <laughs> hey, girl. Like <laughs> surprise, surprise. I know. Oh, weird. So I'm not. Okay. That's so funny. I don't know if David's ever taking it, but it's he's funny. probably like is he an introvert or an extrovert? He's an introvert. For okay, sure. so he's probably like an INF. okay yeah he's such a cancer that's all I know is like because so my best friend is also dating a cancer artist or has like a child with a cancer like and dating feels like very like casual but we literally have the same conversations all the time we're always like oh my god did you and then did he okay it's the same like it's literally like I can't it's so similar but he's so sensitive which is a new thing like I'm used to in like a really like good and normal way and he's also one of the kindest people I know like it's it's genuinely like not to say I'm not kind I feel like I'm a very kind person but I'm also just so like it's it's a different kind of like the way he thinks about humanity on a larger scale like when I'm so like nitty-gritty in my email and like he'll just be like so upset about something that's happening in the world like I'm just like oh my god right like yeah like you need to ground me right now and like you know because it's it's just a different he just sees things so differently than my world which Mm -hmm. you know sometimes I'm like you know I I just like have like weird daydreams about like owning a bakery in like a small town and not having like my inbox have like 4,000 emails (gasps) like could you imagine Uh. like could you imagine a world and it's hard because it's like, you know, I want to be able to have like hobbies and like other passions and things like that. It's just like sometimes work is so all consuming. It's so hard. And for him, he's like in the world, feeling things, learning things, doing things all the time. And for me, I'm like sometimes like I'm in a cubicle all day, just like grinding shit out. And like, I love it. And I love what I'm doing. And I love like my team. And I love like what creating culture is all about. And it feels like such a responsibility sometimes. Like I'm like, women send us emails that are like, this conference changed my life. I finally feel like I can have this conversation. I was sexually harassed. Like, and I'm like, this is not 
a, just a job. Like no. this is a legit responsibility. So it's, it's very like, you know, it takes on a lot and I'm ready for it and I love it. But like, then I see him and like out in the world and just like all the things that he's like doing and seeing and feeling like every single day that I'm like not necessarily like a part of it. Like mm. it does make me a little sad, you mm. know, and it's a sacrifice you make like when you're an entrepreneur, I feel like sometimes like mm-hmm. I feel like people are like you're the boss, you have your own schedule. And I'm like, yeah. And that schedule sucks. Like yeah. it's not fun right now, you know, like. It's I, like I feel like it's right now. And I say that because like maybe I'll get to a place like where it's like I can be more hands off and things like that. But I don't ever think I will be like I'm not that type of person. Like yeah. it's funny like yesterday or someone was talking about the parachute dinner and they were like, OK, so you'll probably get there at like 430. You want to make sure everything like looks the way it looks and blah, blah, blah. And like someone's like, ha, could you imagine if she got there like when it started? Like as a joke, because I was like, there's some CEOs I see do that. Like they show up to their party at the time or late and they're just like they know like whatever like it's gonna be great and I'm like I give a shit so much about every single thing and I don't think I'll ever not give a shit like that much like you know no matter what so it's like how do you get to that place I have no idea yeah I really I totally relate to that um and like part of me wants to laugh with you and part of me wants to cry with you yeah I totally get it I'm like <laughs> or yep. hysterically laugh cry <laughs> <laughs> I'm like eh, yep, yep 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 so okay so if if both of us are with like men who are artists who are you know amazingly talented people that are probably as capable as we are if not more so and yet they will make us food and like yeah. like they love feed us, us they and, keep us alive yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so what is it about a man that could be with a woman like us and let's say someone is listening to this and they're like I'm like a really powerful woman I have a career I want to have this amazing life and like I have no idea even what to look for do yeah. you do you have any thoughts on that I do, and I don't know if they're the like right thoughts. There's but, no right. Okay, so I'm like, There's this no could right. be the Everything worst advice ever. Right. But no, like, it's not advice. Yeah, it's your thoughts. It's my thoughts. So, I dated a lot of guys before, like literally every guy before this that had a ton of money, that had a lot of success, that was like legit, like like pulling around in his like fancy car, like pick you up for like a fancy date, and like his family was very fancy, and like it was just like always like I was like always on my best behavior and like always like almost performing. Mm. And I never was myself. And I don't think I knew that at the time. Like I don't think I was like conscious like consciously being like I'm not myself right now. But I was just like kind of playing this role. Mm. And with David, I literally let all the crazy hang out. Like, I was just, like, over it at that point. And I was, like, I got so drunk on, like, one of our, like, first or second dates. I was so embarrassing. Like, it was the most embarrassing. And legitimately, one of my friends is, like, he's never going to call you again. Like, it, that was it. Like, I think, like, you fell twice. Like, it was just, <laughs> like, it was so bad. And he just called. <laughs> like, he just kept showing up and was, like, down for yeah. the crazy. And, like... Like, I think that's, like, when you're so yourself around someone, when you're, like, embarrassing and funny and, like, vulnerable and, like, sad and, like, don't have all your shit figured out and, like, don't know necessarily, like, to be perfect and you're, like, not waking up before they wake up to, like, put on a little eyeliner just in case, like, whatever. Like, you're just, like, legit being yourself, like, 100%. Like, that's when it, like, makes sense. And I think it's – and that's what it was with David, like, the whole time. Like – and I was so shocked he kept being around. Like, and to the point where, like, I, 
like referencing my sister again, like I'd call her after every bad date, after every breakup, after every like, oh, I'm never gonna find anyone. And I remember just calling her and being like, I don't know, he just like keeps showing up. And she was like, yeah, that's what it's like. Like when he sends you flowers, that's what it's supposed to be like. Like when you like just feel chill and like, you know, he's gonna text you back. Like that's what it's supposed to feel like. And like, it was hard to get used to after like being in such shitty relationships for Mm. so long. And I think it's like, I don't know. Like, I think it's movies and fucking the internet and, like, Instagram perfect relationships. Like, they make everyone feel crazy. And, like, it's just not what it's about. Like, it's really, like, about finding your person that, like, makes you feel good when you're just being yourself. Like, and that feels great. And, like, you can just be around them. Like, you can just be yourself and, like, have your business and, like, be successful. And, like, it's not a thing. Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, David genuinely and like I feel like even if like my business went bankrupt and I had zero dollars and I was a fucking mess and I like just was trying to figure it out I feel like he'd be like cool and even if I'm like I'm like doing all these amazing things he's like cool (laughs) like he's literally just down for me and I'm like that's so it's so hard to find and Mm. I but it's also it's out there you know and I think it's like stop looking for like the Mr. Big like you know I think it's like Team Aiden. Yeah. Always. Team fucking Aiden. And like if you're too young to know what that means, Google it. Because <laughs> it's important. So important. It's so important. It's like, yes, go for that guy, you know? And I, I think it's so hard because it's like I still have friends that are single and I still see them going out with like cool dude who's like just too cool and like whatever. And I'm like, fuck that guy. Go for the guy that's like, you know, like don't. Yeah, and I think it's it, unfortunately a lesson you have to learn after heartbreak. Like, it's one of those things, like, I don't think anyone's just like, I'm going to go for the nice guy, like, round one. Like, it takes that, like, shitty dude after shitty dude after, like, bad experience after bad experience to kind of get there. But, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I love it. I love David. I'm so happy. Like, I just never thought I could be this happy and, like, in such a normal relationship. And I'm, like, for all the single ladies out there, like, I legit was you for so long. And I was always the single friend. Like, I never was a girl that's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Like, oh, okay, I'm dating. Like, I had those friends. And I was always like, how do they do it? And I never was a girl in a relationship. I was, like, always a single girl. And everyone's like, but you're a career gal. And you're like, ew. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Can I have both? Yes. And I was always like, okay, what they're like, I can just picture you when you're like 40, like marrying. And I was always like, ew, like, no, I don't want that. I don't want to be that person. But you're not anything. Like, I think it's like you make your own path. You figure your own shit out. And like, honestly, if some dude's not texting you back and if some dude's not down, like, bye. Yeah. Legit, bye. I wasted so much of my time caring about like guys that just like were flaky and weird and like never texting me back. And I like wish I could take back all of those texts and like moments because I'm like, God, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think it's just like it's so hard when you're in it and I know it, but it's genuinely just you do you. Like, this is like focus on your career. Like, I just like I have a lot of like younger friends that are still single and they're like, uh-huh. but I'm like, no. This is awesome. Enjoy all of this. Because, like, straight up, now that I'm in a relationship, I'm like, anytime I go out and travel, like, I'm sure you're really just at a hotel. I'm, like, in that king bed. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all by myself. I have all the room, like, room service, like, whatever. It's like, you know, it's like grass is always greener, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like you got to, like, enjoy your time while you have it. And, like, don't stress about, like, 
the media, like, you need to have a boyfriend or a husband and, like, whatever. Like, who cares? Like, I have two best friends that we go on our trip, like, the three of us, like, once a year. And it's and we're all, like, married and, and like, some of us have kids now. And, like, it's still the fucking best, you know? And it's, like, we did that when we were single in our 20s living in New York. And we do it now when we're, like, one lives in Australia and Perth. And one of my other best friends lives in Brooklyn. And we always go and travel somewhere once a year. Wow, Perth. That's a totally different life speed to the uh, Yeah. (laughs) She moved from New York to Perth. So I was like laughing because we talk like once a month at like 2 a.m. Like, hello. But yeah, she and. They do not have DoorDash in Perth. They definitely don't have DoorDash in Perth. I've been to Perth. I visited her. Really? Yeah. What did you think? It was, I mean, it was the best because I got to see like one of my best friends, but it was so fun. We went on the boat and stuff, but I was like, you legitimately live on the other side of the world. Like that flight was brutal, but. It's, I mean, and she moved for a man and she started her own agency. I'm just going to give a shout out. She started her own agency. It's like a multi-million dollar agency. It's like crushing it in Perth, like queen of Perth um, from North Dakota. (laughs) Her parents at the wedding were literally like, we Googled it and it's actually the furthest place you can move to from us. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. But yeah, she, you know, and I'm like, and that's the thing is like, we still always talk and connect and we do our own thing as if we were just like the 20 something year old girls in New York, like trying to figure our lives out. Nothing changes. The more Mm. things like stay the same, the more things change. Like it, it, all shit is like, it's what you make it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I've, I, going back to what you were saying about David loving you for who you are and like, you know, not all the other stuff. It's not like because of your business or because of your success or because of how you look, it's literally just like you and, um, and being there no matter what changes in terms of circumstances. Um, and I've photographed a few weddings in my day and, you know, I hear a lot of sermons. I hear a lot of vows and a lot of them go in one ear and out the other. And I don't, I don't think about it at all. But one that stuck with me from a few years ago was, um, an officiant said, really the only thing that a marriage is, is a safe place to become whole. And I was like, Hmm. yup, that's that to me, that's it. It's like, I'm working on me. He's, he's working on himself at the same time. Exactly. And it's a safe, like, it's like, I got you. No matter what, like no matter exactly. whether you're going through a really high time and everything's awesome and you're making tons of money and you look fabulous or whether you're in a deep depression and everything's going wrong. Yeah. No matter what. that's what life is. It's ups and downs. And like, you know, there's moments where it's like, I'll be at the top of my game and there's moments where I'll be like failing and there'll be the moments where he's at his top of his game. And it's like, you have to be there for all of that shit, you know? And I think it's like, it's very... I don't know. Like, I think it's hard for people to wrap their head around, like, they want that perfect guy or that perfect girl. And it's like, it doesn't exist. Mm -mm. It doesn't exist. Like, humans are humans. Find people with, like, good souls that, like, are genuine people, like, kind people. And, like, those are the people you want to spend the rest of your life with. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, like, I I see both. You know, I see, like, long-term marriages that I've, like, had friends, like, be a part of. And I've seen divorces, you know? Mm. And, like... And I think, like, you know, oftentimes those divorces, especially for me, I'm 32 now, so we're those younger marriages. And I'm like, I don't think you know who you are necessarily when you're, like, so young and, like, or if you are, like, you're going to grow and, like, you have to be ready to grow with that person. I think that expectation isn't there. Uh That's going to happen. Yep. Yep. Uh, Yep. And, like, for me, I have been with the same person since I was young. And 
not one inch of us is the same person that we were when we got together. Oh, Every yeah. cell. I mean, even talking about science, like our, our entire bodies, like all the cells are different. Like physically different. <laughs> physically different. Emotionally different. Everything yeah. is different. We've lived in different countries. We've lived in different states. Like we do different things for our careers now. We've gotten different educations. Legitimately, there is not one thing about us that's the same. And if for one second, either one of us was like, um, you've changed. Like, goodbye. There yeah. would be no, like if that was the reason why we were staying with someone was because they're the same, it it yeah. would it would never last. And I think that's so awesome. Like, I think that's so special that like you were able to go through so much life with someone, you know, like experience those younger like I think that's so awesome. Like I feel like sometimes it's like it's so it's hard when you meet people when you're older. Like I was 29, David was I guess like 36, 37 when we met, and it's like oh my god, you've had so much life, mm, mm-hmm. and like that's kind of crazy to accept too. Like you've he's lived in different cities, he had these different things, he had different relationships, he had best friends, he said he said things that I'll never know about, right? Which is also hard. So it's like I I love that side of the story too, where it's like you've seen so much of the world together, you've like lived this whole life together, and that's why it's like for me, I'm like we need to like had those moments together before um, you think about having before kids. you think about having kids so it's like exactly like i'm like we need to like do some crazy shit and like travel and like you know just get outside our like little world but um i mean yeah exactly like there's no right time there's no right person you know like it's just like you just f- figure it out you know well yeah and and one of my friends um got a divorce a couple years ago and the thing that she always says was like the hugest kind of abrupt abrupt wake up call for her was that her husband said I think I'm done growing <laughs> and she was just like um oh. excuse me <laughs> and he was like yeah I, I mean because she's she's a very go get like she wants to evolve she wants to travel she wants to try things yeah. she wants and he was just sort of like yeah I'm I'm good like where I am today I'm is good. kind of where yeah. I want to stay and she was like <gasps> oh my god and yeah. it freaked her out and I I mean that to me also sounds terrifying like if Jaden all of a sudden was like I I'm think done. I think I'm good I would just be like what <gasps> I know and like I think it's like it's so important to get on the same page with your partner about everything like like especially like you know are we going to be living here forever? Are we going to be living in LA together? Like, do we want to move somewhere? Like, where do you see yourself ending up? Do you want to like slow down anytime soon? Do you want to have kids anytime soon? Like all those things. I'm like, and then like some people are like, well, we just never really talked about it. I'm like, <laughs> no, have all the weird conversations, have like the money conversation, like immediately. Like, I mean, those are lessons learned from like past businesses, but it's like, Hey, let's not get weird. Let's talk about it. Like, where are we at with this? Like what's going on with it? Like, cause I think like people are just like want to airbrush over those conversations cause they're like not fun, obviously. They're not. But it's like, you have to, like, have if you want to get on the same page, like you have to have like tough conversations. That's like, honestly, is with anything, your job, your marriage, your friendships, like it, it really is. It's like uncomfortable, but like, you just have to be like, Hey, this is where I'm at. This is how I feel. This is how I operate. This is how I care about things, you know? Uh, yep. Yep. Get <laughs> weird. Get weird early and often. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. You should have like a get weird schedule alert. Like every <laughs> six months, like, let's just get weird. We got to do this. It's true though. Like, I feel like it's like people being, you know, having those conversations are uncomfortable and it's just important to 
force yourself to do it. It Well, and that's, I think the key word is like forcing. It's not, I think when people wait for it to just happen to naturally. boil over. Yeah, just yeah. like, oh, it'll just like happen that I want to have kids and like totally interrupt my career with like a small being yeah. that relies on me morning, noon, and night. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope. Nope. You're never just going to be like, it's going to happen yeah. now. It's, not, it's like, nope. No, you have to just, especially I think that's the curse of having so much power to choose now in, in our day and age when we live in America, especially in a city like LA and we get to choose everything. Yeah. And every so aspect it's, of our day. which is almost like too much responsibility because, you know, a couple hundred years ago, our great grandmothers weren't going like, I wonder when I want to have a baby. They were just like, oh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And maybe there's like a war going on. And my <laughs> and like there, it was not ideal. Yeah. And yet they made it beautiful. They made it amazing. They made it work. Um, and so that's one thing that sometimes I think about like, man, we really complicate things by having so much control. Totally. It's true. Like it, it is the paradigm of choice, like where you're just like, there's so many things I have to choose throughout the day and decisions I have to make. And yeah, it's really interesting. And I don't know, I'm, I'm excited for that next phase of life. Like I think for me, it's like, you know, there's little milestones you have along the way that you kind of want to see. And I think for, for me, kids is definitely one of them, but it's like, all in due time. You know, I don't think like I'm never one to force things. Like I, I've definitely been lucky where it's like doors sort of open naturally for me when I try to like, when I put that again, like out in the universe. So we'll see. But yeah, three plus years. <laughs> in three plus years. Okay. Yeah. I'll call you girl. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Stick around for part two of this discussion to hear a Q&A with Jacqueline about her social media practices. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season. Hit subscribe to get the next episode on your mobile device when it drops next week. And if you love what you heard, please whip out a review, will ya? 